Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! Janie's got a gun. Janie's got a gun. Her whole world's come undone. Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Eric Helberg. And like Einstein men, we have no special talents, although we know he did, namely physics. But he was passionately curious, just like we are, about all things pertaining to men and how in the hell did we get here? Men, let's friggin' contend today, man. Let's get real, as they say. Let's get real. You know, I liken it to, follow me here. Have you ever felt so hurt, so frustrated? Hurt's a tough thing. Has a man ever felt so hurt? It's easier to grasp onto frustration. But yeah, we do get hurt. So exasperated. So confused. You're just sitting there. And you didn't choose where you were sitting this time. You just plopped down. You were whooped. You just don't know. Your head's in your hands. Maybe you're running your hand through your hair. But guess what? Now you are finally in a good place to leave the ego out, to have no preconceived notions, Because whatever has just happened and or the accumulated practice of what you have endured has brought you to this point. You are now open for answers. And that is what the Comfortable in Chaos podcast is all about. To help take you further than I ever was. This is cathartic for me. And Lord willing, it will be cathartic for you. We can all still fail. When you can look at it, if you have truly done what you were supposed to be doing. Now that is something that may have to be learned. And you still fail. That's no better. I should say that's no worse than watching your favorite team do their best, and simply lose. It happens every day in life. You're not going to die. But how you're feeling right now may feel that way. So now you're open. You're naked. I liken it to a lady. A lady who has the brass to go about town without gussying up her hair Or putting on all that makeup. In fact, none. Excuse me. Yeah, my wife looks beautiful without makeup. I encourage her to go out without it. 
Hell, put the hair in a ball cap, do something simple, put one of those twisty ties, whatever they're called. My daughter has millions of them. They're all over the floor if you go into her bathroom and just get out there. Because guess what? They're not hiding anymore. They're not concealing. And typically the more makeup that that lady wears, the more she has to hide. It's no different than men. Hmm. So you're sitting there scratching your head. You are now naked. And you are also now able to receive. You are at your baseline. Now let's go forward. All of this is like a preamble. A preamble to... The Constitution, the Constitution, the Constitution. I used to hear Rush Limbaugh say, the Constitution. That was great. Guy was a high school dropout. What the hell did he know? What he knew was how to work voraciously, right? And I would venture to tell you he studied more over his career probably in one year than he ever did in all the previous schooling up to that point because he was interested. He wanted to do well. And that was how he chose to do it. That was the real education, right? That's what kind of made me gravitate to people like Mark Levin. Yeah, I was interested in the Constitution, but he had lived it. He had been an attorney under the Reagan administration with the DOJ, had practiced it, had lived it, seen how the Constitution was accepted and or interpreted. I'd venture to say a lot better than Barack Obama. Another constitutional attorney, well, that's no different than a friggin' MBA that's never ran a business, never truly contended in the marketplace. Goes back to our experience, right? And I'm hoping that some of my experience, my misgivings, some of my failures can prompt you to simply have a bit of a map where you go down the road And you don't have to take those same bullshit left turns when you could have just simply gone straight. And who this message is for are for people like me who have experienced a great deal of success. Maybe admiration. Maybe people thought you were great. And you use that to cover up the fact that you were lacking somewhere else. Could have been your wife, could have been your kids, could have been both. Could have been in how you related to your parents. Hell, I don't know. But the fact that you did so well and were so good, that's enough. But that's not real life, man, unless you want to make that your only life. So let's begin right there. We all come from somewhere. We have our childhood. We know that all perfect, or let's just say all parents, professing Christians or not, we don't even have to get started on that, are all perfectly imperfect. We have our childhood. We have our adolescence. We have our later teen years and early adulthood. Supposedly, we are equipped at that time. But I would venture to tell you that in the course of coming from somewhere, we also came with something. 
something has let us down, we may have been hurt, and that is the, let's say, the concrete pillar at that time by which when it comes time to meet your prospective spouse, either you may be hiding from that, trying to avoid and or not perpetuate any lingering problems in the course of that courtship, and or you may simply react by being extremely defensive and or avoidant when it comes to self-discovery by this young lady in front of you. And I would venture to tell you This is going to turn into, let's do that, yeah. This is going to be comfortable in chaos, rules for dating, life preparation, numero one. All right. Okay. So I'm going to start off by saying that any unhealed wounds and or extraordinary baggage that you are carrying at that time if undealt with, will become a source of pain later on when you are married attempting to cleave and actually live out your life. Unhealed wounds become everyone's wounds, and they must be cleaned up. Because if they are not, they become infected and extremely painful. Buddy, just like a nick on your forearm in the jungle, it can kill you. So rule number one. Yeah, I came out of the chutes hard again, right? I just lit me a, uh, actually a Cuban Monte Cristo. A Cuban Monte Cristo. This is the real deal here, man. You know, COVID, one of these new variants is passing around, and I'm not saying I'm going to do like my father-in-law when he found out he'd contracted COVID a couple of years back. Dude already smoked Marlboro Reds like a chimney. He just upped his dosage. Not the recommended protocol, but I do believe that that virus's modality for infection and those those airways, that respiratory tract, if he can nip it in the bud with all those carcinogens, it never took hold on him, man. He smoked a few extra cigarettes, and uh, next thing you know, two days after contracting it, he's in his garage painting the place. Now, am I saying this tongue-in-cheek? Yes, because we're about to get into something heavy, man. Here's your rule number one for the comfortable and chaos rules of dating. Become spiritually grounded first before you ever contemplate dating a girl. And I'm not even sure you should even date. And you're like, why? Well, let's start off with being grounded first. I have no problem with... You spending time with girls as a friend, as a courteous, chivalrous friend, learn about them, 
They are an entirely different breed. That's something I never did. Do that first. And in that process, you are learning. You are taking in data. Hey, maybe you are experiencing feelings. You're actually tapping into emotions. It will become vitally important down the road. There is some understanding there. Some understanding that playing grab ass with your buds is not going to allow you to receive. So become spiritually grounded during that time too. What does that mean? Start looking into the word of the Lord. That's why we have these Bibles. That's why we have a million churches everywhere. They're all ready to take your money. Go in there and learn something. Why? So that you can learn that this life is not simply about, hopefully not to this extreme for you, but could have possibly been, about your pleasure, about your experience, that you truly are beholden and believe in something bigger than yourself, i.e. the Lord and His Son, Jesus Christ, and that you have the ability to provide deference to something other than yourself and be sacrificial. That is rule number one. Now, you're saying, well, I mean, damn, I'm not going to be spiritually complete. You're not supposed to be. Ultimately, in this prism of dating, what we're talking about is getting the stage set whereby you're going to choose your wife to spend the rest of your life with. Much of the growth in your life is going to occur within the confines and or the broader parameters of that union, your marriage, as you allow that to occur. You're just making sure you have a stable foundation, right? Okay. So that's rule number one. Get spiritually grounded. No one is sanctified the moment that they receive Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. (laughs) That's just the beginning. It is only the beginning. Rule number two, start communicating. This is your chance to actually be like a woman. Talk, 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 talk. In fact, yeah, you've been married now, it's 20 years. The wife says you're not talking anymore. Well, the pursuit's over. You got her, right? Okay. Talk. This is your chance to say who you are, what you are, what you've done, what you know, and get the same interpretation from your female companion across the table. What makes you guys tick? What is important to you all? Hey, you could be a fine man morally and be a damn atheist, but that's the reason for rule number one, right? Spiritual grounding. Because if you don't have an explanation as to why you have the propensity to be kind, you're still lost. Remember my past episode, the one right before this, I said, not to be nice. Nice isn't manly. Nice is false. And since we're talking about rule number two, which is communicating, communicating about everything, we don't want niceties. Niceties are false, just like flattery is false praise. You don't want to do that. You don't want to receive that. 
you want to get to the most real at your level of understanding at the time of that date, if you want to call it that, as ever before. Just like we're trying not to conform to this world, we're not trying to conform to that person. If she's trying to do it to you for acceptability, no go, out of there. If you have to find yourself doing it for her, no go, out of there. But you're like, but she's fine. Who cares if she's fine? What was your goal? You trying to get together and just fornicate? That's going to be a disaster. You're really going to be screwed when the time comes for marriage if you started messing around with that. I can tell you that firsthand. That takes a long time to get over. Don't do that to yourself. Why is the communication important? It's a damn audition. If you're an actor or an actress and you show up, they expect you to move and talk, right? Well, this is your chance. And if she happens to be wonderful but doesn't want to see you anymore, well, maybe something was lacking on your part. You've already begun your spiritual grounding. Now you have an idea in some areas because you've received this new data in the course of communication whereby you can go work on your lonely ass self and become better. And if she's available down the road, guess what? You're probably more available, which is perhaps what you were lacking in in the first place. There's more of you to give. Now you can begin the process anew. You do not change anything at that time. You are simply learning. So let's recap. Rule number one, become spiritually grounded. Rule number two, start communicating. Bear with me. I I have to take a draw of this Monte Cristo. Inhale. Exhale. We don't want it to go out, right? They don't taste that good when you relight them. Now, since a lot of my listeners are married men, they're like, well, Eric, we're already married. What the hell is all this for? Well, if you're having any difficulty in your marriage, you can now start counting backwards. Instead of counting sheep to fall asleep, count backwards for understanding and explanation. It gives you a leg to stand on. Honey, By the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we're still in this fight. And I think I better know some of the steps that we skipped, which created difficulty for us. So that's why it's important. And if you're a single man listening to this, you're gold, dude. Let's get it and let's go. Cigars going good, man. Rule number three. Rule number three in dating, as we detail it on the Comfortable and Chaos podcast, is explain your priorities in life as you best know and understand them at that time. And since you are covering rule number two, you're communicating to that other as to why they are important to you. 
that gets into your future, your goals, and what your overall motivation is for having them and or doing so. So you are now starting to establish your priorities in life. If everything is working so far between the both of you, you guys will then make the determination to adapt and or change, if, if applicable, on what needs to occur. And what we're talking about, obviously, is there will be more time spent together and less time on some of those things that you thought were the most important to you until now this new person and or this new love has seemingly started to take up that space. Where is it that you want to go still with your singular objectives and or now you are ready at that point to grab hands and start walking toward those things together, but taking into consideration each other. You know what? For the sake of time, we're going to make this a two-part episode because I don't think we need more than six rules. We have three pretty steadfast, I would say, not only rules, but admonitions. Three surefire admonitions that you need to work on. And of course, if you're single, roll with these. If you're having a little bit of trouble, go back through the steps and start with them right there. The Lord has you together. Start with them right there. So men, I think that this will benefit us. And if you think so, and you're enjoying this, you know what? Come on, dudes. We're cool guys here. Get on there and help this show pop up more efficiently to other people that are looking for things of this nature. And hit me a review, a like, all that good stuff. Start following the show. We want more people to be in this community with us. We want a bigger group. Hell, you can have a great conversation with a buddy at a bar. You can have a great conversation with a buddy at church. But if you get 30 men together, damn, it can even be better. So let's help do that. Until next time on the Comfortable and Chaos podcast, we are going to start with rule number four on this two-part series, the Comfortable and Podcast, Comfortable and Chaos podcast rules for dating. You see, I did a few of them wrong, so I'm stumbling here. That's all right. You'll be the better for it. Until next time, I bid you bon voyage, my burgeoning flock. Until next time, like and subscribe to the Comfortable in Chaos podcast.